0: going to turn things over to mr mark weber to start what's about to be the final edition of garden talk in 2018 good morning
1: you really you make it sound like we're gonna do a funeral march or something
0: (laughs) new year new garden talk
1: well (laughs) uh, that's not new (laughs) new opportunities is the way that we we shall look at this absolutely okay Ladies and gentlemen, today is December 29th of 2018, and we're just a few days away from a brand new year. In this week's edition of Garden Talk, we're gonna, we want you to listen and learn about how soil testing really does matter and how choosing plants based upon the plant name can have a huge impact on how well that plant may or may not do and more so how we're on the second best time of the year to sow grass seed, and so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio.
1: And a good Saturday morning, and welcome to the fi- the final show of 2018. It's so weird to say that. And uh, we hope that you will enjoy the next three hours or so. My name is Mark Weber, and this is Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And for 28 plus years, we've been coming to this radio station every Saturday morning, doing what we do best, which is helping you. And uh, we hope that you will join us today and you can do so by calling up 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into the master control studios of WHIO radio. And uh, we'll be happy to take your call no matter what your question may be. If you've got a question about your lawn, uh, your landscape, if you've got a question about uh, your trees... Um, question about house plants or stuff inside the house as far as the plant world is concerned we've got an answer for you at 457-1290 a little bit about myself i am the president and co-founder of a business right here in dayton ohio called mark weber's landscaping you can learn about our company at www.weberlandscaping.com and uh, we do a, a large range of different arboricultural and horticultural services and have done for, for many years, since 1997. And uh, as we begin this morning's broadcast, uh, I'll tell you a couple other factoids about me. Um, I hold two degrees in horticulture from Ohio State University. You may, ever, may have heard that sh- of that uh, university before. Um, I think they play football here the next day or two, I think. Um, and then along with that as well, I am designated by the ISA, that's the International Society of Aboriculture, as a board-certified master arborist. I also retain the qualification called TRAC, which is T-R-A-Q, which is Tree Risk Assessment Qualification. And I'm also a certified, um, land, uh, certified horticultural professional, CPH. Um, designated by the uh, American Society for the Horticultural Sciences. There's roughly about, I think, 80 of us worldwide that have that designation. So when you call Garden Talk at 457-1290, you're going to get a lot of expert advice, a lot of specialized knowledge, and more so, I'm here to help you. Um, I'm not here to talk down to you. I'm here to uh, help you. Um, But you're going to get expert uh, information not different from other places but information that's based on science and best practices and uh, we uh, have got a long laundry list a lot lot of times people think this time of year is boring (laughs) because you know it's cold outside and you're not supposed to be doing talking about gardening but uh, i got over i think let's see here I got over, I wrote down last night, I think it was 31 important topics to cover today. (laughs) And you know, I'll be lucky to get half of them done probably because I know along the way we're going to have all of you giving me a call at 457-1290. A couple other programming notes at the bottom of the hour, we're going to do uh, what to call uh, in the garden, which is a weekly tip to help your garden grow. Um, We're also going to do at the uh, quarter hour of uh, 645, we are going to do a fun one called In the Garden Kitchen, which is uh, one of my favorite parts of the program. Um, We're also going to be talking about uh, importance of plant selection today and the importance of um, soil testing. We're going to be spending a lot of time talking about the beginning of of planning a better landscape for this season and for the seasons to come. Um, we're really, as we wind down 2018, uh, there's a lot of amazing things happened this year. A lot of sad things happened. I, I will tell you that um, I think this is probably when one of the wetter of the falls that I could remember in a really, really long time. And it still continues to rain around here, which fascinates me on a lot of different levels um, but I'm, I'm just beginning to s- this morning to, to start to reflect on the successes and and the perils of 2018 and one of which was uh, we had a pretty hot nasty mid midsummer period it took its toll on a lot of lawns uh, we had a number of trees that uh, fell, fell, fell victim to a number of different ailments, much of which were all related to the wonderful world of weather and plant selection, and, and we're also one of the biggest enemies of trees, which are human beings, and uh, we'll talk about that as well today. Um, also, we've got Patrick who sent us a note at gardentalkblog.com, which you can join us live there if you'd like, about his yard sinking. And we're going to kind of go through why his yard might be sinking, and along with all of that, as well, taking your calls today at 457 1290. That's 457 1290. That'll put you right in through the Master Control Studios where we've got no less than four open available phone lines. That's a plethora, so to speak, of uh, availability for you to call me. And uh, we'll be talking to you about whatever your ailments may be in the landscape. Also today, we're going to do What Plant I Am with a lot of uh, fun stuff involved with that, including a $25 gift card to NOLA because they're gardeners like you and I as the opportunity to, to win a, a prize today. We're also uh, going to talk a lot about trees and uh, how the winter season is an excellent time to have them inspected and cared for. And if you've got oak trees, how right now is a perfect time to do pruning on oaks and how you don't want to prune on oaks in the, uh, in the summer months. And we'll talk about oak wilt disease and its, its issues as well. So the phone lines are going to be pretty wide open all day today at 457-1290. And remember the golden rule of Garden Talk, which is there are no dumb questions. The dumbest question is the one that you don't give me a call about because that's a question that somebody else could benefit from the answer who doesn't want to call either. So whatever your question may be, I'd love to hear from you today at 457-1290. we're going to spend some time as well speaking into a lot about caring for indoor plants as well, because many of which may not be looking so good, particularly if they were outside earlier um, this year as well. 4, 5, seven, And when we come back, we'll be taking your calls. And of course, I'll be happy to take uh, whatever your questions may be at, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
3: If you have a pension, listen in. Mike Martinez and his team at The Pension Group have been helping people with their pension decisions for more than two decades. Much of their knowledge is now available to you in Mike's new book, retire from honda financially free mike covers the biggest pension issues facing you as an associate including how to take your pension what's best for you the lump sum or the monthly payment we've seen segmented rates go up unfortunately that can bring your retirement down with some people losing 40 60 or hundreds of thousands of dollars of their hard-earned money with changing rates timing is everything When should you step away from the workforce? Mike touches on all these issues and more in his new book, Retire From Honda Financially Free. Receive your complimentary copy when you set a visit with Mike or purchase online at retirefromhonda.com. Make the best pension choice for you. Retirefromhonda.com. Investment advisory services offered through The Pension Group. What you feel like in an ordinary recliner what you feel like in one of our recliners welcome to recline and rest where we know one size does not fit all which is why we offer the perfect fit for your recliner or lift chair come find the perfect piece for your unique shape and size we have swivel rockers rocking love seats gliders wall huggers, and so much more. Visit our store in Beaver Creek on CJ Drive or online at reclineandrust.com. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over, we know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. I just know that it's going to add to the icy mess that we already
0: have out there, Larry. When winter weather hits,
3: we've seen a lot of slide-offs this morning. We
0: are here to get
4: you to and from work safely.
3: We continue to see that freezing rain fall throughout the morning. Traffic and weather every six minutes on Miami Valley's Morning News here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: Hi, everybody. Sorry, I was trying to get myself prepared here this morning. It is 618, 18 minutes after 6 o'clock on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHI. I hope you had a really great Christmas. So I had a really wonderful time with my family. And uh, I'll be sad to say I have to go back to work next
4: week. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Colder temperatures have waved back into the Dayton area today. We'll start off with temperatures near 30 and only climb into the upper 30s for a high, mostly cloudy skies out there and overall a quiet day. Partly cloudy overnight tonight with a low of 27 degrees. And tomorrow, sunshine returns with temperatures warming to 41 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag of the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is uh, clear right now. We are resting at uh, 20, it's 33 degrees in downtown Dayton, 28 in Troy, 31 in um in uh, Wapak, 33 at my house. On the station that uh, you depend on for traffic, news, weather, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO.
2: When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO.
1: 457-1290 is the number to dial if you would... uh, like to be part of this morning's broadcast because we would love to be, help you with whatever is going on in your gardening world. And of course, if you've got a gardening question, 457 1290 is the number of the dial, and we'll be happy to uh, have you part of this morning's broadcast. Let's head to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Hub. Hub, good morning and uh, happy new year to you, sir. How can we help?
5: Well, thank you, and good morning back. Thank you, sir. Hey, uh, like last summer, Mm -hmm. I didn't have to mow for like, you know, probably two to three weeks. So when I did get out and mow and I started getting around all my trees again, uh, bagworm in my, uh, evergreens, yeah, cedar trees, uh, oh my god, they were just totally infested. (laughs) I probably got well over 50 of them. And, uh, is there anything you can? Do they live in the ground and come out, or?
1: Well, yeah. Well, let me tell you about what bagworm is. They they have a single generation per year. Um, the overwinter in the eggs inside that bag that's still on the tree. Um, there's typically three hundred to a thousand of those eggs in a bag. The oh, eggs don't, um, don't typically hatch out till late May, early June. Um, And then when they do hatch out, there's a small blackish larvae that crawls out of the bottom of the bag and then spins down a stranded silk. It actually forms a little silken thread. And these larvae on the string often are picked up by the wind and then balloon to nearby plants. Um, uh, Typically, they uh, stay on the same plant they hatch on. Um, and they form another bag in that process. Um, typically by mid-August, the larvae are large to the place that we finally see them, and then uh, then we freak out. Um, the, the big thing about these are there's a, about three different ways that you can control bagworms in your landscape, and one that you can do now is called mechanical control, and that's where you would literally go out there and handpick and remove the bags off. Right now? Yep. Yep, yep. And uh, and squash each one. <laughs> or them. You are, Well, squash them. Just squash them. Because inside those bags, half of them are going to be males and half of them are going to be females. And the ones that are females, like I said before, are going to have a few eggs inside those bags, okay? Okay. So first thing you can do is to get in there and literally just remove the bags. Uh, second is a really good biological control called Bacillus thuringiensis, or BT for short. Um, it's used in that May, late May-June period on the shrub where we actually just a, a spray it on there. And the insect will eat it and digest it and die without affecting other insects in the landscape.
5: Well, what time of year was that?
1: June, early June. Early June. Yeah, and if you listen to Garden Talk, a lot of times we'll tell you when that timing comes. Okay. Um, and then there's also other insecticides out there that that have... Um, registered labels for that, particularly when you see it in the uh, balloon stage. Also, you can do it by another method called uh, degree day methods, meaning um, people that are nerds like me (laughs) will look at how many accumulative growing days that we've had. And typically when we reach um, about, about 380 degree days, uh, growing degree days, we will hit hatch out. And then we time our BT sprays for about that that time period. And that can vary by as much as two to three weeks, depending on the season. Mm. So that's four, basically four really good methods to control bagworm. Does that help you?
5: Well, we'll give it a shot. I don't want to lose them.
1: Yeah, and keep in mind they, that... In,
5: in, quite a few of them i mean it
1: just tore them right up yep and they'll be back i guarantee it <laughs> oh. okay. as, as soon as the sun's going to come up and down today i guarantee they're going to be back okay but but the point being is 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 there are ways to manage the first level of control is get out there and get all the bags picked off and you oh. and you will remove a lot of the potential for next year sir
5: See, I, I got some that are probably, what, 50 foot tall.
1: Yep. That's, That's a problem. I understand. I understand.
5: Okay. Well, hey, yep. have a great new year and hope you're very prosperous and we'll carry on.
1: Thank you, sir. Have a good day yourself. Okay? Bye. Bye-bye. Four five seven, 1290 Let's go talk to Brian. Brian, good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk.
6: Hey, Mr. Mark, having the time of my life.
1: I'm glad, sir. How can I help you?
6: So we have an established walnut tree. We just moved to the promised Land of Preble County, and we were excited about our trees. And the walnut tree didn't provide really any fruit uh, that we could notice. I mean, I've seen several of the, the fruit on the ground. But
1: Those are nuts. Those aren't fruit.
6: Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> but the nut meats. Um, we didn't see any in the tree. I mean, granted, it's probably close to 70 feet high. But is there anything like? Is there anything that we can do to encourage growth in a tree that old? Um. Well, you're, are
1: you, are you? I guess first thing is that the walnut that's produced from the from the black walnut is absolutely delicious i need to let you know that yeah um there if i had my choice in walnuts of the world english walnuts or butternut walnuts or black walnuts i would choose black walnut every time it has it's an amazing flavor um and it's one of those that that sometimes gets dismissed you'll you you, you can find black walnut for sale um out there um, but it's not a, a nut that's readily produced on an ongoing basis like other nuts are in the United States. Um, it's a little bit more wild in flavor, <laughs> but I think its flavor is exceptional. Okay? Um, my, I, my first suggestion, though, is, is to have this tree evaluated by an ISA certified arborist. Okay. And have you ever heard of a certified arborist before?
6: Oh, sure.
1: I listen to you all the time. Okay. Um, certified arborists are, are people that have been vetted by the International Society of Arboriculture to meet the minimum standards of knowledge and expertise in the world of trees. And you have two different types of certified arborists. You have regular certified arborist, and then you have board certified master arborist. Um, I'm a board, I am was a certified arborist, and then I became a board-certified master arborist after I went through a pretty strenuous examination process. So you've got two different types of arborists out there, both which can help you. Um, so one of the measures of, of health in, with trees is we have health and then we have structure. They're two totally different topics, but they're intertwined together to be successful. So a measure of health this time of year would be is to do a carbohydrate storage test. And that's where certified arborist comes to your house and um, extracts a small portion of the tree's root system. And we um, would test it with, with, uh, with iodine, special concoction of iodine. And that will yield out how much energy the plant's storing on an ongoing basis. Think of it this way. As a tree conducts photosynthesis, it makes those simple sugars into complex sugars called carbohydrates, okay? And those carbohydrates are then stored by the plant and utilized for all of the plant's life processes. In one of the greatest measures of, of a plant's health and welfare is to do a carbohydrate uh, test, and one of the most ideal times of the year to do it is actually right now. Because that that tree should, for all theoretical reasons, have all the maximum amount of carbohydrates stored up to make it through winter and to leaf out come spring. So the first measure that I would look at would be carbohydrate storage, if we do a test with that. The second thing that I would be looking at would be structure. Ninety-some-five percent of all tree failures are directly related to some type of, of a defect. As the older a tree gets, the more defects it gets, and the more likelihood it's going to break under normal weather conditions. So the second thing we got to look at is defects. And what are those defects and what's going to be the best way to manage those defects moving forward? And that's what certified arborists do.
6: All righty I will look one up does that help yeah, it, well the,
1: the third the third component the third component is 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 going to be soil and the nutrient availability so we need to do a soil test and then from there from those three measures we can probably give you a better roadmap on how to have a better tree sir I must run because of the constraints of time happy New Year to you. And we're going to go in the garden in a few minutes. Talk about a really cool plant called Winterberry on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather and traffic and our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now.
0: Depend on it. It's 6:30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following this morning, keeping our eyes on Washington as the government shutdown continues. Will it continue into New Year's? It's looking likely. That's coming up. More details.
4: Colder temperatures have moved back into the Miami Valley. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up.
0: Well, WHIO triple team traffic looking mostly clear on those freeways out there this morning. Shouldn't see a whole lot of trouble. One thing to keep an eye on though, US 35 westbound at the South James H. McGee Boulevard off ramp, looks like there's a disabled vehicle there. <laughs> And it is our top story. As many as 400 employees throughout the Miami Valley still being affected by a partial government shutdown that is ongoing in Washington. It's not looking optimistic that a deal will be reached before 2019. The shutdown will close D.C. museums and galleries next week as the White House says President Trump is canceling his New Year's Eve plans to stay in Washington as he calls the Democrats obstructionists. Fox's Sean Langell says the the fight rages on for the $5 billion the president is asking to go toward a border wall. Now to Trotwood, where where a pedestrian who was hit on Shiloh Springs Road has died from his injuries. The coroner's office says I, that that person is 48-year-old Robert Boykin from Moraine. Boykin reportedly dying from his injuries after being taken to Miami Valley Hospital. We'll bring more on this investigation as it develops. Well, it's a story we're following out of Warren County. One of two inmates escaping from the Community Corrections Center Friday morning have been caught. Deputies say Logan Fithon was apprehended near Senate Drive and State Route 63 in Monroe. Deputies say Fiffin and James Adams III escaped from the facility early Friday morning, hours apart and in two separate incidents. That's WHIO's Ron Otto. He says the center is a state-run facility for low security, convic- uh, low security risk convicted of nonviolent offensives. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast for meteorologist Jesse Mag.
4: Colder temperatures have waved back into the Dayton area today. We'll start off with temperatures near 30 and only climb into the upper 30s for a high, mostly cloudy skies out there, and overall a quiet day. Partly cloudy overnight tonight with a low of 27 degrees, and tomorrow sunshine returns with temperatures warming to 41 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. W-H-I-O.
0: The latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley. 28 degrees in Troy, 32 in Springfield, 33 here in Dayton at 633. I'm Jonah Audi, WHIO, continuing
1: news. If you're looking for a new Chevy Silverado, there's one place to go. Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy trucks. Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Dave Kale's the top seller of Chevy Silverados in the region for good reason. Row after row of new Silverados, a wide variety of your favorite colors, features, and horsepower. Dave Kael specializes in hard-to-find, heavy-duty, and diesel trucks. Take my word for it. The trip to Mechanicsburg will save you money. It's easy. Let Dave tell you about the warm reception you'll receive at his dealership.
7: We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM-certified used vehicles.
1: The weather's going to get cold. Time to find new roads for the big city selection you're searching for. At Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, check out their website at davekehlchevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For
2: nearly 40 years, the place to save is Dave Kale Chevrolet. Find new roads now. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Did you know you can get our latest news flash briefing on your smartphone or iPhone? Use the Google Assistant app and say, play WHIO News. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow.
1: This is one plant, ladies and gentlemen, that is absolutely stunning this time of year. And it is laced typically with bright red or bright orange or bright yellow berries. Um, it's in the holly family and it's called winterberry winterberry is a you know moderate uh, size shrub it grows to the heights of about five to 15 feet it has smooth bark and that bark sometimes can be grayish to blackish um, and what i love about winterberry is the fact that it's a one tough ombre it loves wetter heavier soils Um, This is a plant that's fruit is eaten by small mammals, as well as over 48 species of birds. And this is a plant, ladies and gentlemen, that will thrive under wet soil conditions, which we seem to have a lot of. But keep in mind that winterberry also likes to be grown where soils are slightly acidic. So it's important if you're growing winterberry to be, be sure that you do a soil test prior to planting And you may need to be modifying that soil with elemental sulfur to reduce the uh, pH so that the winterberry can thrive and grow. Um, Some of the most impressive plantings of winterberry that I've ever seen in my career were where it was mass planted, meaning where seven or nine or 11 plants were put into a grouping into a large area. And it makes quite a statement throughout the winter months. If you're looking for a plant that can grow in wet areas, that can grow in full sun, you should keep winter berry in mind. On AM 1290 and News 95.7, W-H-I-O.
2: You've been Into the Garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290
1: and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to be part of this morning's broad- broadcast, I would love to talk to you. One little important uh, sidebar on uh, winterberry. It's a tr- it's a plant also that's dioecious. And uh, dioecious means that we have male and then we have female plants, meaning... Uh, for to get the proper pollination, to get the proper berry production, you have to plant a boy with all of the girls to produce the berries. So that's an important piece of this little bit about planting winter is that you'll have to plant a male cultivar with the planting to be ensured that the planting will turn out the way that you would hope it, hope it to. 457-1290 is the number of the dot to be part of Garden Talk. I want to also share with you um this winter season is a super duper time um, to reset the bar Um, it's a really super time to really rethink what you're doing in your landscape and to re you know point your arrows so to speak of being successful and one of the fundamental pieces of growing anything is knowing the soil conditions in which you're trying to grow and I would encourage you to do a soil test in the months of January and February, working with a qualified professional um, to figure out what is really going to work and what's not going to really work in your landscape as well. And I would suggest that you work with a professional that can read the soil test and write a report to you that makes sense that, on how to follow its, um, its teachings. Let's head to the telephone lines. Let's talk to your friend and my colleague, Mr. Rich Pearson. Good morning, Rich.
7: Good morning, Mark. How are you?
1: Oh, I tell you what. It seems like Christmas goes by, and the next thing you know, we're back to work again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. It was like 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 pulling teeth this morning, getting out of bed to come in here. I'll have to be honest with you. Um, I was <laughs> tired. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, well, like, happens. it happens. I know. I know. <laughs> we, we, we seem we seem to always have lots of energy at the new, new beginning of the new year. But if, for me, it seems like this year I've enjoyed Christmas so much being home and, uh, spending time with Kim and uh, the kids. So my daughters are all grown up now, but it seems like, um, it just seems like it just flies by anymore. But, um, you, you wrote a pretty inspiring blog post at Gardentalkblog.com this week. Tell us about it, Rich. Well, it
7: kind of fits in with uh, your list of things to talk about today, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Stuff to get ready for the the next gardening season here. Um, this is the time of year people have already started getting their uh, seed catalogs. And I think I probably share the uh The obsessive uh, joy of getting those of a lot of other gardeners. Mm -hmm. And just before we, you know, either get online or get out the pen and start filling out huge orders, I just had some suggestions for folks. Um, Do a little planning first. Mm -hmm. Go out and measure the garden, know how much space you have, determine exactly what you want to grow. And also, if you're just doing a couple of plants or maybe a couple of containers, Rather than go through the um, the process of ordering seeds and, and starting them, if you only need a couple of plants, I would visit maybe a, your high quality local independent garden center, and uh, and just buy the plants if you just need two or three. Right. Otherwise, growing them from seed is I I have loved doing this since I was a little kid, and yeah there's a there's a way to do that and and I start with what do I want to grow and about how much do I need mm-hmm. and then I make sure that I have all of my uh all of my needed supplies and equipment clean and sterile and ready um pots uh, seating flats things like that mm-hmm. a good dose of soapy water and bleach is good for 'em rinse them well and make sure you have labels and uh black sharpie is actually. Very sunfast. That's a good thing. You know, Labeling Reg, is important.
1: You know what? Yeah. I'll say. I want to interject another idea too. These okay. seed catalogs are rich in, in, in knowledge, and they I real are. and I was realizing this this morning. I came in early to the station to record a bunch of these garden talk minute things that they play on the on the uh, over the internet all the time. And uh, I, I picked a topic that I thought you know we'd never talk about, but cultivar selection. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's confusing from the standpoint is unless you are inherently a plant nerd like you and I who have gone to college and went through heck in a handbasket, basket, the, the, the problem is most people don't get the fact that we have different names of different types of plants because, each of these plants all have unique characteristics that they carry forth that can mm-hmm. be an advantage to the, land, to the gardener. So let's take, for example, if we are planting, uh, this, let's pick on tomatoes for a minute. If we're planting <laughs> um, open pollinated types, they <laughs> may not have the same disease and insect-resistant issues that, that an F1 hybrid type may have. And and at the same time, there may be certain degrees of insect and disease resistance that are gained by selecting and choosing certain types of, let's say, linden trees, for example. In other words, if we plant Mm -hmm. um, a little leaf linden, Tilia cordata, or we plant a a silver linden, which is Tilia tomentosa, is domatosa is fairly resistant against Japanese beetle attacks while Tilia cordata yep. gets ate alive.
7: Yes, it'll look like Swiss cheese by the end of the season.
1: Yeah, so um, within, within each of these plant names, um, there is attributes. There are mm-hmm. things that we can gleam and learn from these catalogs that tell us about there these plants genetic uh, superiority and also these plants genetic susceptibility to injury too. True.
7: I also find though that very often, particularly with the new varieties that are being introduced, the seed catalogs are going to tell you everything is fabulous. Mm-hmm. And I think there's where you need to defer to fellow gardeners, your neighbors, um, friends that are gardening and ask for their input. Um, when you you use the the example of tomatoes, I particularly defer to heirloom varieties of tomatoes. Some of them are very susceptible to disease, and over the years I've discarded those. But I've grown them for very often for flavor uh, characteristics, uh-huh. or some of them are known for extraordinary yield. And the yield coming through the summer, as indeterminate rather than determinate, which is another topic for uh, tomatoes. So it's the experience of gardeners in the area are going to have. I th- that has a lot more impact with me than what I'm going to read in the seed catalog, mm-hmm. because in the seed catalogs everything is the best and brightest and tastiest and all that. Well, check with everybody else that's growing them, and, and then make some decisions. And also. I tend to plant the whole packet of seeds because why leave that little packet kicking around with a few seeds in it? And then after I get the number of plants I need for my garden, those can be shared with my neighbors. Or if you want to step that up another notch, there are more and more community gardens coming uh, into into existence to help with food deserts in, in some of our cities. If you share your excess plants with those folks, you're going to be talk about you know that's even beyond teaching someone to fish that's teaching them the garden and i think that's a, a very noble outcome for any of your extra plants with your garden
1: outstanding mr rich as always thank you so much for being part of garden talk happy new year to you and uh well, happy new year to you I, I i i am looking forward to 2019 for some odd reason <laughs>
7: Well, it's kind of your only option.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. And, Rich, I have to tell you, this week's uh, In the Garden Kitchen is one of your favorites. It's the stamen wine sap. What is it? It's the stamen wine sap. (gasps) Oh, yeah. You like to eat stamen wine saps, don't you, sir? I like to
7: eat them. I like to cook with them. I think they're fantastic apples.
1: And what's your favorite meal that you like to cook with stamen wine sap? applesauce actually (laughs) one of the most simplest dishes in the world and one of the most tastiest at the same time it is yes it It is is (laughs) rich take good care okay you do the same you bet bye-bye let's go into the garden kitchen
2: You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table.
1: This week's In the Garden Kitchen is Rich's favorite apple of all time. It's the Stain and Wine Sap. It's a variety that's tart and provides lots of rich, full flavor. It's an excellent keeper. Um, it was a chance ceiling it's actually a cross between the stamen apple and the wine sap apple and it's a combination of two strains that produce exceptional eating quality the stamen wine sap is a firm yellow fleshed apple with crisp coarse texture it's tart it's rich wine like taste makes it memorable and some say it smells like cinnamon I've yet to smell it, but I've actually heard people say that before. Stamen's wine sap has a thick skin that maintains its moisture for a long time. One of the, thus one of the reasons why it's a good keeping apple. Um, late maturing uh, wine saps can be kept all the way up until spring and used for a large number of different purposes, from eating fresh to pies to applesauce and cider. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is the Stamen Wine Sap.
2: You've been into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now. 457 1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
1: If you'd like to learn more about stamen wine Sap, you can look at it at Gardentalkblog.com, which is a very free website for you to belong to and chat along with other Garden Talk listeners each and every week as we do Garden Talk Live. And when we come back, ladies and gents, we take your calls at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO.
2: It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. Bring in the new year with big savings from Menards. Add class to your bathroom with Delta. Improve your shower experience with the Delta 6 Spray Combo Showerhead. It has a pause feature, which makes it easier to shave or lather and restarts the water flow with the temperature you started with. In satin nickel, just $59.99. The Delta Porter Bath Faucet in a brush Nickel finishes $89.99 now during Menard's New Year's sale. Prices are good through January 5th. Save
6: big money at Menard's.
7: WHO.
2: Helping you get to work and get home for over three decades.
3: He gives traffic reports that are helpful.
2: He's been my favorite for many years. Great traffic reports and a person of trust and authority. Dayton's most trusted traffic authority is Sergeant Mark Bowron. Hear him update traffic every six minutes during Miami Valley's morning news, where you can also get weather every six minutes from Dayton's most trusted meteorologist with in-depth weather information all morning.
3: I trust her weather reports. She always has weather reports to help me plan my day.
6: I love how energetic she
2: is. Knowledgeable. Excellent weather reporter. She's very informative. Count on Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zontini with a forecast you can depend on right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Veterans Michelle Scott, Carl Blake, and Jesse Graham. I was an unemployed veteran. I served because it was always my dream.
1: September 11th happened my senior year. I wanted to serve my country. After injury I felt scared, worried, concerned. I was newly married, didn't really know what was going to happen next. I
0: just remember
1: sitting there trying to move my legs. I lost my job,
0: then I lost my house. I had to start over. First person I saw after my wife when I was a new injury was a, a Paralyzed Veterans of America member. The second person I saw was
6: uh, service officer for our organization. The Paralyzed Veterans of America, they gave me
1: the outlet to find a career now. They focus on the accessibility for our lives. They helped me get to a point where I'm at now, where I can have a job, have a family, be a part of society and live life the way I wanna live life. To learn more,
2: visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America.
0: Hey, WHIO listeners, Larry can here. Remember, you can stay connected by checking in with us on air and online throughout the holidays. From all of us here at AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, to you and your family, have a happy new year.
1: It helps if you push the right button. 457-1290, let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center
4: 7. Colder temperatures have waved back into the Dayton area today. We'll start off with temperatures near 30 and only climb into the upper 30s for a high, mostly cloudy skies out there and overall a quiet day. Partly cloudy overnight tonight with a low of 27 degrees, and tomorrow, sunshine returns with temperatures warming to 41 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag of the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7
1: radar shows uh, no rain in our forecast. 33 in downtown Dayton, 32 in in Wilmington, 30, and Eaton, on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, AM 1290
1: and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number to die. If you'd like to join us here at Garden Talk, we would love to uh help you along the way. also, um, we get a lot of questions about people that want to listen to garden talk for podcasts. If you go to whio.com, um, and then search in garden talk with Mark Weber, you can find all kinds of podcasts. I mean, they go way, way back. (laughs) I'm scrolling right now. I see it all the way back to May of 2018. So, Um, If you want to listen or download and re-listen to previous broadcasts, um, they're absolutely free. You can go to whio.com and find Garden Talk with Mark Weber and you can download all kinds of stuff and listen to podcasts from previous shows and lots of good learning in there to beat the band. So um, it's something that you should consider. Um, and particularly if you're going to miss a certain part of a, a three-hour block of programming, you have the ability that you can uh, <laughs> download it and listen to it at a later time. One of the bits of modern technology that's really nice. Um, coming up next hour of Garden Talk, we are going to be um, hopefully talking to Jesse Mack. I think he's in the building today. i will talk about the weather conditions also, Randy Tisher from Green Velvet Sod Farms will be joining us. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, the great, and the ugly of growing grass in 2018. It's been, it was quite a struggle year to, to keep a lawn. And uh, we're going to talk about how uh, we can really begin to rebuild many of our lawns that are still in disrepair from the summer of 2018. Also, um, next hour, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about... Um, Proper care of trees. Um, One of the things that I find a lot of trees have trouble with is from uh, sins of the past. And and what I mean by that is um, pruning is a really important piece of management of any plant. But when it comes to bigger, older plants, um, a bad pruning cut can actually haunt that plant for the remainder of its life on this planet. And we're going to talk about how proper pruning really can matter with the management of decay inside trees. Because a lot of times we think that trees actually will heal themselves when actually they never heal themselves. They actually seal off um, whatever decay or problem that they have. They never completely rid themselves of that problem, but they actually seal their problems away. And we're going to talk about that as well. Also, I want to talk a little bit now, a little bit about building a better lawn. Um, one of the foundations of having a strong, healthy lawn is a strong, healthy soil. And a lot of things, a lot of times people think because they live in a subdivision with lousy clay soils that they'll never fix their problem. Well, one of the things that you can do that will make a world of difference to your lawn is hollow tine aeration improper fertility if you can resolve those two issues proper fertility by soil testing applying the nutrients and supplement the nutrients that your lawn needs to be successful you'll be successful more so if you can increase the amount of oxygen in the soil your lawn will return the favor with increased growth health and thickness it's that simple um, if you withhold one of those two, if you withhold oxygen or if you withhold nutrition, and particularly if you're in full sun, you have limited your lawn's ability to grow and be, be, be productive. Um, and there's a thought process out there that if I fertilize it too much, I'm going to have to mow it too much. Um, actually, mowing is a really healthy thing to do to your lawn, and it actually keeps your lawn in a better condition than if you were one who doesn't mow their lawn. So I would suggest making one of your New Year's resolutions in 2019 would be is to do a soil test and to commit to hollow-tine core aeration. Um, hollow-tine core aeration will increase the oxygen content in the soil. Um, I will tell you that scientifically speaking, it should be done in most soils in southwest Ohio at least twice a year, not just once a year. It should be done spring and fall. Um, If you make the commitment, and as I've often called it, like the Kevin Costner effect, when the field of dreams, you build it and it will come. Um, (coughs) If you aerate your lawn and you properly fertilize your lawn, your lawn will come. And it'll be beautiful. And it'll be thick. And it'll be rich. Um, But if you deny your lawn oxygen, In the soil, and if you deny your lawn proper nutrition, um, the lawn will deny you the beauty that you wish it to be. (laughs) It's that simple, and it's that easy. Yes, put in what you get and get out what you put in. That's kind of one of the analogies of lawn care that uh, makes it probably uh, one of the more simpler ways to explain it, but more so how um, you can be successful. Four five We've got quite a crew today here at GardenTalkBlog.com in the chat room. If you'd like to join us, that's including in, in, it's a very cool website. All of the show content is stored at GardentalkBlog.com, but more so it's absolutely free for you to belong and enjoy and for people to be part of this show. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for hour number one. Do not let your gardening hearts go to trouble because there's two more hours of garden talk that lies ahead. Give us a call at 457-1290. That's 457-1290 as we continue with Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO.
2: From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.